Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected with your host, Nicole and Karishma, right here on the Love Zone USA. Hey, listeners, welcome to the Girlfriend Network here on the Love Zone USA. We made it through another Monday. I hope everybody's Monday was great. I'm still recovering from football. My football Sunday, one team lost, one team won. I rock with two teams. But anyway, before we get further started, let me say hi to my beautiful co-host. Hey, Karishma. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm Nicole, okay, okay, listeners, I'm just going gonna, gonna to be out and clean with it because I know Nicole's going to keep laughing. Um, Nicole <laughs> and I have been chatting behind the scenes, and I've been telling her how I've been having some Stomach issues because of my addiction to hot sauce. I love it. I can't live without it. I'm Indian. Everything needs to be spicy, extra spicy. <laughs> and I have gone through bottles and bottles, and now I just think, like, my stomach is not, cannot do it anymore. When I used to see That's people eating so bland food, being, and I'd be like, oh, how are they doing this? There's no hot sauce on here. And I'm the kind to add hot sauce to everything, even to things that don't need it. Like, yeah, I'm just like, what are, what are you putting hot sauce on exactly? Like, what did you eat today? I, I made this really delicious spaghetti that already had, like, it was made with a spicy sauce. And Karishma. then I added hot sauce on top of it when I ate it. Oh, my and I had God, it last that's... night. I know. I don't know what's wrong. I love it. I mean, I've been up on through, like, three. Oh, my God. It what? is It is good. I, Cholula is my favorite hot sauce, so after to. Whoever invented Cholula, that thing is my favorite. I will go. I'm. I was almost. I was like sad that my bottle was almost done. Anyway, oh, I'm gonna. I need to be more. I need to think about things more. We need to have. We've had a lot of um, times where I guess with the nutritionist, they need to come back and tell me some good replacement for some hot sauce. <laughs> Nicole, I'm very oh excited God. for tonight's show. Yeah. I think it's gonna be really good advice because listeners, the topic is. How to Date a Musician. And I think, you know, it's kind of been in that thing, especially for ladies. It's always been, like, the sexy thing to date a man that can play music and is creative. Right. But it's not as glamorous as it all sounds or we may see it to be. Have you you ever – I've never dated a musician. Have you? No, I have not. And, you know, it's it's crazy because I want to talk to – um, Brandon about that, but it's kind of like he's in that category of like guys that are like taboo. You know what they say? I'm not dating athletes. I'm not dating mm-hmm. police officers, and I'm not dating musicians or mm-hmm. you know singers. And mm-hmm. he falls into that category because 
you know, it's a shame, but, you know, I'm sure he gets stereotyped as someone who may be, like, loosey-goosey on the road. But he right. is not, you know. And um, Brandon is a great friend of mine. I'm, like, so proud of him. This guy is stellar. He loves God. Um, I've watched him grown as an artist. You know, he is really dope, um, articulate, intelligent. He has a lot going on. And, um, you know, I always look at him and I'm just like, oh, my God, you're famous because listeners, like, I call him Little Drummer Boy because, <laughs> uh, you know, after the famous, um, you know, Christmas story or whatever. But, um, you know, he's worked with artists like Roberta Flack, Jasmine Sullivan, Kay Michelle, Vivian Green. He just worked with Freddie Jackson not too long ago when he just got off tour with Common. And I'm just like, whoa. And then I follow him on Facebook, you know, and he has several clips of him in Common in concert or him doing like a flurry on the drums. I think that's the right terminology, you know. But um, anyway, yes, I'm super excited to talk to him, Karish, and to find out because he is newly engaged. So uh-huh. I want to find out what that is like. And um, his fiance, Ruth, is very successful too. She's a hairstylist who travels. So I definitely want to find out how that's working, you know, and um if there's any problems, you know, jealousies, insecurities. So I want to get into the nitty gritty of what's really going on. So well, yeah. Right. So I, I, I was gonna... to get your stomach together so we can I have so many questions. I'm so I'm just chugging water over here, hoping that'll cleanse out my stomach. So anyone, any listeners, if you have some tips, make sure you call us and let me know. It doesn't even have to be about dating a musician. If there are some listeners out there that can help me with my stomach right now, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> so, yes. Nicole, I, do, I want to ask you, though, you said that, so you've never dated a musician. I've never dated a musician. Did you no. stay away because of the stereotype, or it just happened so that you never kind of met a guy that was like a musician that you vibed with? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I probably have a little bit of both working. I mean, I've met some people who played in bands, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can you can meet guys that play, you know, for church, but they do stuff on the side or they might travel. But, yeah, I typically um, stayed away from that. And, you know, just like with um, athletes, too. But, you know, how about you? You ever come in contact with musicians at all? No? Like, I've met a lot of guys in bands and stuff, but I think that they were Mm -hmm. all kind of up and coming, doing their own thing. But I I honestly, it ended up where I never really met someone that I vibed with that happened to be, you know, a musician by profession. So it, it never really kind of fell into place. I have had friends who have, you know, kind of dated every every category every profession of men so I know friends that have dated musicians but then they mm-hmm. also were musicians so it was kind of okay. one of those things where they understood each other's lives or they kind of know how it is on the road and so with distance and things like that but I think you know when you look at some of the favorite celebrity couples you know like it my mind always goes to like Chrissy Teigen and you know John Legend that it's, right. it's kind of this idea of, like, you know, they're the best couple, he's so talented, and then she's, like, will be in his music videos. And she has she has her own thing going on, for sure, because she's such a great personality. But he is, like, mm-hmm. a huge star that she's married to, you know, and it's not like exactly. she's a musician. She's in a different 
still entertainment industry, but still different. different. You know, yeah. it's different when you have like right. Beyonce and Jay-Z that can go on tour together and have albums together and come out because they're both doing the same thing. So it's almost like, can it be more difficult when you're in the same industry because of competition levels? Like, you know, if you're not finding another artist that's on the same level as you, does that right. bring out insecurity or... Yeah, there's a lot of, I'm, right. I'm excited to kind of dig into this because there's a lot of those unanswered questions that you don't know what goes on behind the scenes if you're not a musician or, you know, you're not, right. you're not living that life. So I'm really excited for him to come on and just chat with us about all these things. So um, we're going to our first song, which is Sam Smith, I'm Not the Only One. So 
I think about all the time, think you may need what? all of mine. Hate to say, you know the love is blind. I'm about to see, I close my eyes, they can't see you in it all. Most of them need all the time to make every day your birthday and every night your Valentine's Day. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to... The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. learn. Hey, welcome back, and a quick shout-out to our listeners. We love and appreciate you. Without you, there is no us. We are currently on iHeartRadio, so if you ever want to tune us in, dial us up, check out some past shows, go to iHeartRadio. Also, listeners, callers, call in, talk to us, talk to our guests, 347-539-5729. And we also are on Instagram, so check us out on Instagram so you can find out about our happenings and our upcoming shows. That's the underscore girlfriend underscore network. So, Karish. We, you there, Karish? Yes, I we, am. Okay. All right. So we have a really dope artist, um, a personal friend of mine. I talked about him at the top of the show. He is a professional musician, a drummer who has worked with, I'll recap once again, Roberta Flack, Jasmine Sullivan, Kate Michelle, Vivian Green, Freddie Jackson, and currently um, on tour with Common. He just got back. Um, and I think he's going back out again. I'm not sure. But not only that, there is so much more to Brandon. Like, he's about to launch his own clothing brand. He's a producer. He's a public speaker. He was just on the cover of a magazine. So um, he's really doing it. So let me bring him on in, everybody. Say hello to Brandon Mullen. Hey, B, are you there? What? Yes, I'm here. What's going on, ladies? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? What's going on, Nicole and the Karish? What's happening? (laughs) What's going on with you guys? What is happening? Everything is good. I'm definitely thankful to be on here with you all. Looking forward to this interview. Thank you for coming on and spending some time with us. We know like you're very busy. 
just getting off tour with Common. That's super dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just going to jump right on in because the con- okay. you know, the um, the topic is how to date a musician. But okay. I just want to wind back a little bit. And um, I want to talk about your career. Like, you know, okay. I know you've been doing this a long time. And I know um, you got your, like, first set of drumsticks, like, at the age of five. So I yeah, kind of want to talk yeah. about that road that you traveled. So talk about that a little bit, B, how that happened, okay. how did you get started? I mean, well, you know, I was – I started at a very young age. Um, I started playing drums when I was a little, you know, young and, like, like a little – like three, four years old, picking up drumsticks. Um, my family is very musical. You know, I have um, family members that play different instruments and – I just began to, you know, take on it. Like I, I, you know, found a love for drums, and so I just been banging on pots and pans and all that stuff. And I, you know, grew up in church playing, and then it just led to me really. That's what I something. That's something I really wanted to do. So I kind of had it down packed at the age of like ten, twelve, like ten, eleven um, years old, playing and played on my first recording. Uh, like I was twelve, thirteen years old, um, and. It just went on from there. Wow. That's uh, so impressive. Just, yeah, that's so, so, okay, so now we're like 12 or 13, and you said it went on from right. there. So I know, yeah, so, you know, okay, go ahead. So then I began to, um, in school, um, during like, you know, middle school, high school, I was joining different bands, the jazz band and marching band. And um, playing in the gospel choir, I'm playing drum set like at my school, my high school. And then um, after that, you know, I began to I wanted to further my education. You know, after high mm-hmm. school, I went on to um, to the University of Valley Forge when I studied music performance and got my BA degree. And um, you know, from there for music, and that was a whole other world. You know what I mean? So I just started began to. I started to, you know, read music and get into a whole bunch of, like, playing with different groups in the school, within the school, and, and you know, just start to expand my knowledge in, in that area of music and, and drumming. So, um, yeah, and then after, you know, of course, after that, that's when I got into the real world and things, but that's what, that was, that's how I started, though. You know, as a young kid playing on beating on pots and fans to now, you know, really right. doing it as a, a career, you know. Right, but, okay, so talk about that transition because, um, okay, so what did you go to college for? What did you study? Um, I, I studied music performance. Okay, so you studied music performance. Yeah. So you knew, like, yeah. you know, you definitely wanted to be involved in music in some shape or form. So did of you really course, think, yeah. like, when you were in school that you were going to be a professional drummer or were you, like, looking at doing I mean, something always... else at that time? Oh, no, I definitely, you know, because it's funny because in high school, like middle school to high school, I played sports also. I also played football and uh, basketball, but I knew I had a love for drumming ever since, you know, I was a young kid. So I knew that I really wanted to go far with that, and and that was my drive. That was my dream. So I knew as a young kid, I already had in my mind, like, oh, one day I want to travel the world. One day I want to play on stage because I've seen other people do it. You know, and I just wanted to just, you know, continue to get my education and then continue to, um, you know, learn what I need to learn to get out there and, 
eventually play on stage with big artists. That, that was, I was thinking that at a younger age. Right. So, um, you know, and I'm asking these questions in succession for a reason for the listeners or anybody who are trying to follow the same path. So you graduated from course. college. Um, yeah. Did you have a job at some point? Oh, or, yeah, like, what exactly. happened after you went to college? Okay. Yeah, after, co- after college, I started, I had to get a regular job because, you know, okay. being in the in the musician field, the music, you know, entertainment um, industry is like you have to. It's all about networking and who you know. So it's kind of like I didn't right. really know nobody but people in my college. So um, right. While you know, after school, I had you know got a day job with a regular nine to five, working down in you know Princeton, New Jersey, doing different type of jobs. And after you know doing that, like I would work a nine to five, I would come home, and then I would go straight to like. You know, I would come home, you know, relax a little bit and then go right to, like, somewhere in Philly or Jersey to some networking events, local jam sessions and different things, trying to, you know, network and meet other musicians so I can, so they can know who I am. I'm saying get a feel for who I am as a player, as a person, you know, and try to network and, you know, hope somebody knows me one day. So that was, like, the process for for a while, you know what I'm saying, for a couple, you know, it takes time, you know, it's not, it didn't happen overnight. So I had to really go do my homework, really grind, and you know, learn the industry. You know, get around people that's going to help me grow. You know, and just really sit back, listen, learn, and then apply what I learned into you know, whatever situations like any other opportunity that I you know receive with playing. So I had to you know had to work at it. Wow. Um, so that that's dope. So you're net networking. You're yeah. you're playing when you can play. So I assume yes. you're are you still playing for church and you're doing whatever you can. Oh yes, yeah, I'm always okay. you know I'm born yeah I'm born and raised in church and I'm always gonna play for church no matter what. But um yes I was playing yeah. for church at that time, and then um also I was playing different lo- playing with different local artists. Uh, one artist I was at the time I at the college I was. Musical director. I had an opportunity to be a musical director for a Christian artist, um, for her for a couple, a few years. Where, where I, that's where I really got my practice. That I got my start, you know, and I was able to learn from that, and that helped me, you know, grow as a musician and as a player, to um, be able to, you know, you know, just learn how things work, and get my feet wet, and and you know, in some type of playing gigs, planning. In front of artists, I mean, playing, you know, with working with artists, playing in front of crowds, and playing, you know, music with the band, and it was it was a great prep. So I did things like that for a few years. Wow. So, so Brandon, again, thank you so much for you know being here and being on the show with us. Oh and, no, you know, no problem. We, <laughs> we're really excited. Nicole has just been Nicole's gotten the whole department of the Girlfriend Network here so excited about having you on. So we're really we're really uh, happy about it. Thank so, obviously, you know, you're this amazing, talented musician. You're on yes. tour. You're doing things. And this is, you know, this we're on the Love Zone. This is the Girlfriend Network where we talk about all things related to yes. love. So, you know, we got to bring it back to what is it like to date a musician, right? For all our listeners that want to know that kind of have this right. idea in their heads of what it's like, you're going to break all the stereotypes, give us the true dirt right. on what it's like to right. date a musician. So, <laughs> What? Right. How? So you're Nicole said you're recently engaged. Is that correct? Right. Yes. Congratulations. Recently, <laughs> thank you. Yes, yeah. to my beautiful fiance, uh, Ruth Rodriguez. Hi. Yeah, I'm. I'm Hi, just Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, she's 
Thank you so much. Wonderful. Um, Oh, that's amazing. Yes, congratulations. So, um, thank you. So, Nicole said, you know, she is a really successful hairstylist. So, that's two different kind of, it's still creative, but two different careers. So, how did you two meet? How did it kind of, how did this happen? Give us all the details. Oh, wow. It's it's, it's definitely interesting. Well, the artist I was telling you about, um, the Christian artist I was working with, um, actually, her singer, I mean, her sister, was a, a background singer for the group, and as and you know, Ruth came out to a few shows, and I kind of seen her there, and we kind of spoke, and then um, after a little while, we kind of reconnected on Facebook, and then began to you know talk a little while, talk a little bit, and then we just you know became really really close, really good friends, and started hanging out, and we went from there, you know. But our, the connection was from like through working with her sister, and that's how we met. Okay. All right. Okay. And so, what was initially when you were dating? Was she apprehensive about dating a musician, someone who like if you have to be on tour and be away for long distances of time? Would that ever kind of right. come into play, or was it like, ooh, I don't I mean, know if I should get into I mean, this? Oh no, no, you can definitely know. This is this is real. This is real talk. Um, like she never dated a musician before, so I had to be the one to show her how it works. You know, what I mean, I had to mm-hmm. be. Um, you know, I was really into our situation, of course, and um, I had to show her, you know, the lifestyle. She had to learn it. You know what I'm saying? She she knew that I was traveling and doing different, you know, going across the world and doing different things, and I had to show her how serious I was about our relationship. And I mean, even though even at the time as our friendship, we were getting to know each other before, even before dating, but then even at that time, I had to let her know that I had to make time, you know, regardless of if I was across the world or anywhere I'm playing, right. I had to make that time for us. It's all about, it's mm-hmm. all on you. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, this is just speaking for me. Like, it all depends mm-hmm. on you. you know I mean, it's like, yo, you want to make time yeah. for that person, you would do it. So I was FaceTiming, I was calling in between breaks of traveling or um, after a show. You know what I mean? Sometimes I can be somewhere, it's, um, it's 12 hour difference. But I know mm-hmm. I'm tired coming from a show and, she, and maybe it might be 12 p.m you know, somewhere else, and it's like mm-hmm. 6, 7 a.m. here, and I got, you know, I got to stay up a couple of hours, so make sure that she, you know, once she get up, I make sure I reach out to her, I speak to her, you know what I mean, make sure I'm having that communication so she knows that, you know, I'm serious, and, you know, and I've and I proved that over the years, and yes. that's what made us successful, you know what I mean, because, like, I wasn't, I wasn't on the road just chilling. You know, living living my best life. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Like the road being on the road is amazing, but at the same time, when you're in a relationship, uh, you have, you really have to put in the effort. As a traveling musician, a working musician, you have to put in that effort to let the other person know that you really care, you know, and love them, and really want to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. So it's just a big deal right. it's on you. I, I would say that's on you. Right. Whoever the musician is, is on them to make it happen. I agree with that 100%, and I love that. Um, but I want right. to ask you, too, like, for a perfect example, right. you just got done working right. with Common. So we all yeah. know there's groupies out there. So right, we right, know course, the groupies are coming for Common. Like, we already know. Right, right, but right. what about the musicians? I guess, you know, they're coming for you guys, yeah. too. Correct? Yeah. I mean, I already, I already, I mean, it's, it's funny because, like, you know, that feel is, is always women everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But, again, it's how you handle yourself, you know. It's like it's going to be people. Like I love meeting people, 
at shows, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you meet women, but it's not in that case. It's just, you know, just seeing how the people sometimes will come up to you to see how the show was. Well, like I said, the conversation go a different way. That's when you have to, again, going back to it's on you, to step in and be like, oh, no, you know, I'm in a relationship or I'm engaged or trying to switch the conversation if it decides to go left. You know what I mean? But, again, like I said, it's definitely people out there that are interested, that are attracted to musicians and, period, you know, but you, it's all right. on you if, you know, if you decide to feed into it or not, you know, I got, I'm not, I have too much to lose to go out here trying to play games and do all that. You know what I mean? It's not that, it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to really make something work. No, definitely. And I, I would, I, I want to ask this kind of like open to the group because don't you think that, you know, it's more of the kind of stereotype that, oh, you know, not to date a musician, not to date an yeah. athlete right, because right, of right. the glamour yeah. and glitz right. of it all. But at the end of the day, you could be dating someone who, you know, works in sales right next to you, and if right. they don't want to be committed right. and faithful, they, don't, they won't be right. committed and faithful. Exactly. It doesn't matter right. if they're, right. you know, 20 minutes away or 20 hours away. Right. It ultimately right. comes down to what you want. But I think the stereotype is that, like, oh, because they're exposed to this, automatically means right. that they're going to be making bad decisions. Right. right. It's so funny because it's like everybody thinks like, you know, like I said, the music industry or, you know, it's very, it's a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Do, you know, there's a lot of people, you meet different people, you're around different people all the time, but it's like, you know, we're not always out here living that glamorous, glamorous you know, lifestyle. You know what I mean? It's a job. You know, I realize it's, it's a job. So I go, I go to work. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a plane. I'm traveling. I'm Going to the hotel, drop stuff off, write the sound check, playing an yeah, hour two shows. Hold on, her- hold on, hold that thought, B, because I want to talk about that. I definitely want to know what is it like in the day of a, in the life of being Brandon Mullen, preparing, you know, for your show with Common. So okay. hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. We're going to listen to Treasure by Bruno Mars. Be right back.
looking to do an internship at a radio station? Well, we here at the Love Zone USA would like to hear from you. We're looking for interns to assist in our production and marketing departments. If you're interested, email your resume to thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Again, that's thelovezoneusa at gmail.com. Talk to you later. We're talking to Brandon Mullen today, professional musician, drummer to be exact. We're just going to jump right back in it. So, Brandon, this is what I want to do. Okay, so we'll let the listeners know you're from Trenton, New Jersey. So you're here, you're in your hometown, you're chilling. So when you get the call that, hey, you've been booked for another gig, it's the call from your manager. Like, talk about how that happens, and then as soon as you get the call to be booked, what's your process? What do you do to prepare, or what do you have to do to get okay. ready to go on the road? Let's um, start there. Okay, yeah, we can start there. Um, first, let me say it's not really – I don't have a manager, um, so I do everything mm-hmm. kind of myself. But um, the way it works is if um, somebody's interested in uh, booking me or hiring me, per se, for a gig or a show or anything, uh, normally it's a musical director – may call me. Um, the, that's the music director, someone that kind of puts the shows together and orchestrates everything for the particular artist, um, either the music director or, like, the manager for that artist. And um, how that works is, you know, um, they call you, is you know, ask you, are you available for such and such dates uh, or whatever for that particular tour or um, something like that. And so I say yes or no. Um, majority of the time I'm saying, you know, yes, depends on the situation, and then um, uh-huh. once we, you know, once I book the situation, the gig, um, I begin, they would begin to, you know, of course, I discuss um, compensation and make sure everything is, the business part of it is handled um, on my, and make, to make sure before I even say yes, and then I go into prepping myself for the, the, the gig. So that's with uh, learning material, uh, make sure I know the music, um, doing any type of programming I need to do. What I mean by programming is, uh, you know, for certain artists, I use particular sounds for the record um, that I have to, you know, program into my, you know, sample pad. And that's that's more more like technical stuff, but it's, that's all in preparation. Um, make sure I know the tunes and then, you know, doing my research on a particular artist, you know, making sure I see what they like, you know, what they don't like, you know, watch other footage of them in the past, you know, Anything that can help me in that situation to to be great for the rehearsal or sometimes just the show, you know. Sometimes I got thrown into the fire, <laughs> um, right. you know, just without any rehearsal. It's just like I had to know it and then come in prepared and execute. So that's no. kind of like the okay. process of it. Right. That's so great. Go ahead, Karishma. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to ask, like, is there anything that is kind of a deal breaker? Like, or is there something like a, with – where you kind of know that you won't go on tour? Is there, or is there a specific artist that you would say yes to regardless of anything? Okay, so say that first part, so you kind of went in and out from the first part. Oh, sorry. Say the first part, the next question. I asked, is there any, like, deal breaker, that there's something where it's kind of a non-negotiable for you in working with an artist or going on tour? Um, not really, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, to me, like I said, it don't matter the stage I'm at now, 
um, or or how it should be, you know, I, I, the business has to really be really good. You know, they have to make mm-hmm. sure everything is working out no matter who the artist is. You know, I'm not going to just say yes to anything. And that's just, I know, a piece of advice to any upcoming musician or any type, any person that's trying to get in the business. Don't, don't just go in it to do it for whatever because it's the hype of the artist or, you know, whoever, a particular person you may love to be with, if, you know, because that kind of messes up things for other people in the industry, you know what I mean? If you're kind of mm-hmm. lowering the price or just going out there for free and just to, just to get on, you know, and I'm not like right. that. I'll make sure I handle my business. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm going to be compensated, you know, for what I need to take care of, everything I need to take care of for myself and um, family. And I just want to make sure that, you know, that's straight first and then go from there. But had, the business has to be right for me to even say yes to whoever, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. whatever artist it may be. So. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah So, so okay, so now, uh, so you just worked with Common, and I think it looked like yeah. you were, like, on tour with him all summer, right, basically? Yeah. You were we were on the road was, for a long time. Yeah, we were, doing, we were doing a lot of dates. You know, Common is the type of artist. He may go out for a week, come home, go out for another week. And I like that with him because it's not – you know, there's some artists that I work with, I'm out for a month or two months. Common is kind of like, you know, he's out for a couple of weeks. He might be shooting a movie, doing something else. And we, the management hit us up, okay, we got dates for these next week and a half. So it works like that. So we're constantly back and forth. There's always something, you know, always something going on. So, yes, we have been working a lot this summer. Okay, so when you're on the road, so you're, you know, yeah. you're in the city or the location where you're going to do the show. Right. So what's the day like? Right. Are you spending the day in rehearsals and doing sound checks, or are you guys just um, going somewhere partying and vibing? Like, what's going uh, on? <laughs> no, no, this is, I mean, what's really going on is, like, you know, we have, I say we're prepping for it to go somewhere. It's, it's normally a travel day. Whatever city we're going okay. to, you know, that's going to be a travel day. We get in. Um, if it's an off day, during the travel day, so we kind of get in, you know, to our hotel, settle in, and then we can do whatever we want to do. That's, you know, most of the time for me is relaxing, you know, checking them back in with Ruth, you know, my family, mm-hmm. make sure, you know, letting them know I'm good out there. Then I just go chill. I might go grab some food with the band. I might go shopping, you know what I'm saying, and just do different things like that, catch some people in town that's maybe playing the show. Um, but if it's okay. a, sometimes it's a, tra- sometimes it's a travel day, <laughs> full day of travel, and then we have a show that night. So say if I have a show in Detroit, I'm going to travel that morning, probably early, 6 a.m. flight, 7 a.m. flight, get in, whatever, it's like an hour or so flight, depends on where you're coming from. I'll leave, I normally leave from, you know, Philadelphia, Jersey area, so maybe an hour or so flight, then you get in, get settled into your hotel, um, and then you trying to, you know, kind of rest for a little while, and then you have your sound check about 3, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whatever, 3 or 4 o'clock, you do a sound check with the band mm-hmm. and with the artist, and then you have a break for dinner. So it's normally mm-hmm. catering or it's like okay. a buyout. They call it a buyout where they give you a certain amount of money and you just go out, you know, grab dinner wherever, but normally it's catering, um, especially for, like, wow. higher-level gigs with catering. Um, and then after catering, you kind of chill in the dressing room for like an hour or so. And then next thing you know, we, um, you know, we get together in a room, we pray in, you always have prayer nice. before the show. And then we, nice. we normally on stage about, depends on the show, eight o'clock, 
and doing like an hour and a half show too. And then we done at ten o'clock, maybe ten eleven depends on you know. I'm just throwing out it's different times. Mm-hmm. So we just done, done about ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, and then we we have you know get you know wind down for a little bit, maybe meeting people or you know, you know everybody mingling, and then we wind down, and then you know the the, the van is waiting for us to take us back to the hotel, or you can you know get back how you want, and then you know normally for me I'm you know back in the hotel room, then I'm on the phone. <laughs> With uh, Ruth, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right back to her, make sure yeah. she's good. You know, we having we we catching back up, talking about our day, you know, and then I'm asleep, and then we back here doing it again to, the next day. So it's not like oh we going partying. I mean, sometimes yeah. it might be it's after party situation that we all might go just to you know what I mean to mingle. It's like it's not it's nothing right. like crazy out here. I don't I don't I'm not a partier like that. You know what I'm saying? But I just mm-hmm. go out and mingle, enjoy music or whatever. And then, but most of the time we're tired. We're we're playing yeah. shows, high energy. <laughs> I'm a drummer. I mean, everybody's right. putting the same work, but me as a drummer, you know what I'm saying, you know, it's a lot of work. So plus, and plus, right. and I work out. I work out. So I'm always in the gym for about hour and a half. Just you know what I mean, like an hour and a half a day, depending on when we get to the city. So it's a lot, man. I'm right. tired by eleven right. o'clock. I'm, I'm passed out, and then we have to wake up the next morning. Lobby call where everybody meets before we get to the next, you know, if we're flying out to another city, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning to catch a 7 o'clock plane. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people people yeah. think it's all sweet, you know what I mean? But it's right. really, it's, it's lifestyle. It's, it's no not. Right. It's not that Right. Great. There's a lot of hard work that goes behind it and a lot of, all day. you know, yes, sacrifice yes, that's been going into it yes. to make it possible yes, for it people. Is. I love it though. I don't yes. take it for granted though. Like I mean, I love this. Is, this is what I pray for. I'm doing what I what I pray for. But at the same time, it's not. It's not just. Oh, you know, I hear people say, "I want to, I want to do what you're doing." I'm like, "You sure?" <laughs> like seriously, like are you sure? Like you really got to know about this lifestyle before you get in it. And like I said, everybody is not. Everybody can't handle it. You know what I'm right. saying? So you just got to know. You have to know. You know. Yes, this is amazing. Thank you. So. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to listen to Run okay. the World um, by right. Beyonce, and we're going to come back. We're going to switch gears again and ask you some other stuff, Brandon. So we'll be right, right back. Sounds good. All right, that sounds good.
Chatting with me, Karishma, and the lovely Nicone, and our special guest, Brandon Mullen. All right, Brandon, I want to. We, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. Okay, I want you go. to talk about um, <laughs> your clothing brand and the message okay. behind it, and kind of how you got into that. Because you know, you're not just doing music all the time. The fact that you're able to branch right, out to right, a different right, creative right. space. Right. So basically, basically, like the clothing brand. Uh, which is uh, really called, it's called BDM brand, which is really my initial. And just me, my brand is just, you know, who I am as a musician and, you know, the different things I'm doing. Basically, my, my my saying of the brand is treat everything like the big thing. And what I mean by that, like, I really, like, this saying stood by me most of my life and career. And it basically, it's saying if you want to get to the next level in your life, you have to treat where you are like you're already there. And what I mean by it is, like, I know for me, I just use me for example. I knew I wanted to get to the, the big stages. I wanted to work with big artists or, or just whoever, big musicians, and do what I love. But I had to treat the little opportunities that I had that, mm. you know, I had to treat it, I had to take it serious, basically. You know, I had to, you know, prep, you know, prepare for it, you know, be on time where I need to be. Like, you know, if I'm working with local artists or smaller artists, I always treated them like, mainstream artists you can ask anybody that i work with locally or like i all i take it seriously i like i really take my craft seriously and i know once i got the call to be on something i was ready for it so that's basically what it's saying is like take care of where you are now so when you that bigger situation come you're ready and that just doesn't apply to music that applies to you know anybody's career hair somebody being a hairstylist makeup artist a doctor like you know what i'm saying anybody it's just an inspirational thing I'm saying, like, like you know, Nike got just do it, you know, Brandon, he has, you know, treat everything like the big thing. I really I really believe in it because it's like, you know, I'm all about inspiration, inspiring people, helping people, and it's like, yo, that message should inspire you already. It's like, look, I want to I wanna get to this next level in my life with this, but I got to start taking this right. I got to start, you know, work. I want to be the hardest worker in the room now. So when I get this call, this position, I'm ready for it, so. You know, that's basically it, and I'm just basically yes. turning it into a brand. That's just a brand within itself, you know. I really believe mm-hmm. that message can touch people around the world. It really can. I love that because I always say, and you could definitely attest to this, Brandon, like um, in a lot of things in life, you only get like one shot to impress. There you go. So, Something you know, you 
with what you're saying, it's kind of like go hard or go home. Um, you Pretty know, much. always put your best foot forward. So I love always. that. Make sure right. I get a T-shirt, okay? okay we already talked about it. I'll be waiting. But um, we definitely, I definitely, definitely love the message, and I think it's really, um, really important. Um, and with that, so do you have any advice while we're along those lines um, right. of any right. aspiring musicians who are looking to do what you do? And specifically, like, right. let's talk about as far as, like, being a drummer. Do you think, like, right. being a drummer versus playing the piano is harder, easier? Right. Like, talk about uh, that. No, nah, nah, I, nah, I, I don't think any instrument is harder than the other. That's just my opinion. Um, everybody brings a special thing, you know, a special place to the music. But um, to prepare, you know, any advice to upcoming drummers, it's just to really study your craft, you know, know what you're doing, you know, know your instrument, you know what I'm saying, um, really prepare um, anything with drumming, just know how to read, know how, you know, know your drums, you know, know how to tune, you know, tune your drums, know how to, you know, just know your instrument, you know, as far as, as a drummer, you know what I'm saying, know your, learn your rudiments, learn your time signatures. It's just so, so much technical things you can do for a drummer, but also just preparing yourself as a musician, just, you know, you have to study, you know, you have to prepare yourself, you know, you have to, you know, in this industry, you have to be humble, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, really, you know, this opportunities don't come, you know what I mean, but you just, you know, we're blessed to do what we do, you know, God bless us with this talent and um, different, you know, gives us these gifts, so we have to really be humble, just stay focused on your, you know, on your craft and what you do, stay focused on your goals and your dreams. And then, you know, things will come to pass. I'm definitely I'm definitely a testimony to it because I, I put these things into action every day. And I'm seeing things come to pass not only in my music career but in life. So that's, you know, a few yeah. things that, you know, you can take and just take right. that with you and just, you know, apply it to your life. I'm telling you, it works. Absolutely. Have you um, ever thought about teaching at all? Is that something that you would ever want yeah, to do? Yeah, I, I get that question. I get that question a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's all about it's all about scheduling. I don't like right. saying I, I don't like I don't want to be in a situation where now I'm trying to I'm trying to I want to book people and then I have to go out on the road and it's just I don't want that. I'm trying to work that out, you know. So right now it's a scheduling thing, but eventually, yes, I want to have right. something. I'm, I know I have something up my sleeve that I want to have for teaching. Um, all ages, um, and all genders, you know. So. Okay, that sounds good. I might have to yeah. sign up because I always wanted to be like the next Chili E. I think she's a badass. Okay. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you're no, I really think playing the drums is like it's mad sexy, and I, you know, a friend of mine plays the drums, and I've actually got to watch him play. But right. it's difficult because you yeah, got stuff right. going on with your feet. You got stuff going on yeah. with your hands. I know it's about the wrist action. You have to have rhythm. Yeah. I'm not even going to yeah, tell you it's a, what it's a, I sound like. There's a lot going yeah, on. It's a lot. But once, you know, but once, really but once you get once you get the hang of it and once you get your coordination down and really study and work hard at it, you you eventually come. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, then, you know you, you have it down packed and then with studying and, you know, training, you will get there. You definitely would get there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Brandon, thank you so much, you know, for being here on the show with us. We really had such oh, a no, great no problem. time with you. Um, if you could just tell the listeners, you know, where they can find you, where they can follow you, just okay. to you know, keep up to date with everything that's going on. Oh, definitely. Well, um, 
if you're on Instagram, I'll start with Facebook first. If you're on Facebook, you can follow me at Brandon D.A. Mullins. I'll just type in Brandon D.A. Mullins. And then on Instagram, it's at BDM Drums. So you can follow nice. me on those two social media. Um, so yeah. what's next? What's next for you? Oh, man. All that, bro, I know that, yeah, no, we running short <laughs> short on time. But really what's next uh, right now, I'm excited to, you know, let everybody know that I'm just recently been on a magazine. Um, yeah. So I made actually a cover of a magazine called Everyday Melanin Magazine. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm definitely been blessed. Shout out to the CEO, Ebony Davis Johnson. She's the one that reached out to me um, basically to be a part of this magazine. And um, I'm just blessed to be in there with all the other amazing entrepreneurs and everyday people that's just living their dreams and making it happen. So, yes, if you want to check that out, visit that on www.everydaymelaninmagazine.com, and you can purchase your uh, physical copy and also a digital copy. Um, and as so far as that, um, I also have a new album that is dropped with my band, Vertical Current. Yes. We're like a jazz fusion band. We play everything gospel. <laughs> Uh, it's called The Future is Bright. Um, it's on all digital outlets from um, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, all that, man. It's really an amazing album. We are very proud of it. Um, shout out to all the band members that was a part, man. Um, amazing. Amazing, um, amazing, um, you know, amazing time recording it and amazing time just being a part of that whole process. And we're just grateful for all the responses coming back from the different people. So, Check that out if you can. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yes, Anything yeah. like as far as the road? I'm sorry, Karish. As far oh, as the yeah. road? Yes, real quick. I'm sorry. Um, I'm actually preparing now um, October. I think we, we started October 9th. I'm getting ready to do the Hope and Redemption Tour with Common. Um, this this, this wow. tour is going to be very special to me because we are visiting different correctional facilities where we're doing oh. – um, conscious for, you know, the different inmates around different prisons um, oh, around wow. the world. Where Common, yeah, Common goes in, he um, talks to the, you know, the different inmates, you know, giving them encouraging words, you know, to help them while they're in there, to, you know, help them grow, you know what I'm saying, while they're in there. Right. And we put on a full, and we put on, then we put on a full production show as we on tour. Nice. So it's like, it's going to oh be amazing. God. I'm really looking forward to that, man, because you never know what this can do to impact their right. lives while they're That's in there. Still, even, though, even though they're in there, they still can have hope to be a better, you know, to make themselves better. That's right. And, you know, and help them right. grow while they're there. You know what I'm saying? So I really, I'm looking forward to this situation. So that's October 9th. Awesome. Well, thank you, Brandon. We are out of time. That thank went you. so fast. But please come back as things start to develop oh, more will. for you. You have an open invitation. Just say, hey, we, I, I want to come back on and talk, mm-hmm. especially when you get your clothing line up and running. Come on right, back and let us know definitely. how it's going. Definitely. Okay. Yes, I really appreciate well, you and um, Chris for having me on here. Oh, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to see everything. Of course. That- no, you do. Um, we're really we're praying for you over here because we know it's going to be amazing and all the lives you're touching. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. Okay. Thank you. And Karishma, so I hope you feel better. I hope you leave the hot sauce alone. <laughs> <laughs> I will be staying away from the hot sauce for the next couple of days. Yes, give give it a break. Oh my goodness. And <laughs> listeners, 
We thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you here again next week, same place, same time. God bless and good night. Let my money fast and go Respect on my check. I pay me in equity. Pay me in equity. Watch me reverse out of deck. He got a bad bitch, bad bitch. We live in lavish, lavish. I get expensive fabric. I got expensive habits. He wanna go with me. He likes to roll away. He wanna be with me. He wanna give me that vitamin D. Take a top shift, oh. call my girls and put them all on a spaceship. Hang one night when you say I'll make you famous. Hey. Have you ever seen the stage going ape shit? Let ah. my money fast go. In the two. I'm like, Chief, keep me by Peaky. Who been lying king to you? Pocket watch it like kangaroos. Tell these clowns we ain't amused. Man, the clips for that monkey business. Four, five, got changed for you. Motorcades when we came to. Presidential with the plane, too. When better get you with the residential. Undefeated with the cane, too. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums, too. Last night was a fucking zoo. Stay diving in the pool of people. Ran through Liverpool like a fucking beetle. Smoking Rilla glue like it's fucking legal. Tell the Grammys, fuck that Oprah A shit. Have you ever seen a crowd going ape shit? Right um, now. so basically, yeah, right now. Okay. 
What's up, everybody? This is Brandon Mullen. Make sure you check out the amazing show, The Girls Network, on blogradio.com with your hosts, Nicole and Karishma. Check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. And don't be a stranger. We really love having you on. No problem. You have a great night. All right, you too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.